0: Welcome to episode number... (laughs) Sorry, we weren't recording. (laughs) Welcome to episode number 23 of Deep Dark Tunnel Diaries. I am Molly Trumel, your personal, professional tunnel guide tourer. (laughs) I'm here with Alejandro, um, who is a DJ.
1: I'm a DJ, producer, uh, sound designer, (laughs) nerd...
0: What do you mean by nerd?
1: Um, just like, really a fan of anything that has to do with audio, whether it's like, digital audio, analog audio, just all of it.
0: When you say analog audio, what do you mean? Like, synthesizers?
1: Synthesizers, sound systems, like, loudspeakers, stuff like that.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. So... When we take a look into your music, you make sort of like, as you described it, it's sort of like techno or like deep house, would you say?
1: It's like um, techno, I would say more like um, broken beat, ambient techno, a little dub influence.
0: What is the process of using this technology of like synthesizers in your music?
1: Um, I have a few instruments at home, or like, um, I have a few synths at home, uh, the DFAM by Moog, and the Matriarch by Moog, and I basically just like, uh, just kind of like zone out and just twist knobs and see what kind of sounds I can generate.
0: Twist knobs. It's sort of like, how would you describe, like, these sounds? Like, what would be your favorite sound to work with that you make on a synthesizer?
1: My favorites are, like, drones. Mm -hmm. Uh, I like drones because they can, like, appear static. But, like, if you really listen to them, you can hear all these, like, subtleties that come out. Uh, So it's not just, like, the same thing over and over or... Although like it might at first seem that way, but once you really lock into it, uh, it can like I just I f- I find them very like entrancing, you know, like trance inducing.
0: Mm-hmm. And so you described the anatomy behind like the technology of like making drones. Have you ever made any hardware synthesizers or any software for yourself?
1: Um, I've I've messed around with like. Just simple five 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 circuits, like just playing with integrated circuits and like making a little um analog oscillator that way. Just uh just something super super simple. So just like a very basic oscillator triangle waveform that you can adjust pitch. Um that's like the only real exploration I've done on the analog side, uh, but on the digital side I've like have some experience with Pure Data and Max mm-hmm. building instruments and um, and like effects, just like digital effects.
0: Have you ever used Pure Data? For people who don't know, what exactly is Pure Data?
1: Um, so I feel like people maybe are more familiar with Max MSP because it's integrated with like Ableton now. Mm-hmm. But Max and Pure Data are both products of um, Miller Puckett, who is this like absolute genius um kind of like uh audio effects programmer and like just programmer in general um but yeah basically it's kind of like a visual programming environment where you're taking like these little modules in a sense uh and they could be like very basic like operators or like (laughs) yeah just like kind of like logic operators and and stuff like that like you're basically building instruments out of these little building blocks, and you're kind of like taking—you're uh, drawing these these lines between them in a very like visual manner.
0: So, would you say it's like code, but for like sonic aspects?
1: Yeah, I'd say it's like not—it's like a bit abstracted. You're so you're not like like Super Collider. I would I would say is more coding. Mm-hmm. Where you're writing these things out, but, um, but yeah, it's it's very similar.
0: Have you ever used this to make music before?
1: For sure, yeah. Um, actually, with Super Collider, I've done like some more like ambient and generative pieces, mm. um, but with uh, Max and Pure Data, yeah, just like building instruments um, and then like sampling the sounds, resampling them.
0: What does resampling mean? Because I know you use that a lot, that term.
1: Yeah. um, Resampling is essentially... Well, it's resampling. So you sample something, and then you can record whatever, like, something's output into another, like, sampler, and then take that and kind of mutate it even further. It's basically just, like, permutations of, of a sample. So, like... Um, yeah, I don't know.
0: So when you're, like, about to make a song, how would you, like, approach that? Where do you start? And what is your workflow, in a sense?
1: Yeah. Um, I, I like to start with the rhythm first, mm-hmm. um, just so I can lock into a groove, and from there I'll start to pitch kind of like some of the rhythmic aspects to try to generate a melody or see if I can hear anything. Um, and then I'll muck about on my synths and, until I find a sound that I like and layer that over.
0: So we talked a little bit about where exactly... Because um, you have Latin roots, correct? So how does that like fit in with your artistry?
1: Yeah, a lot of my music is very rhythmic inspired um from like the music that I listened to when I was younger I grew up listening to like a lot of salsa and merengue and it's just like a lot of it has a lot of like Afro-Latin rhythms polyrhythms and like Euclidean rhythms so a lot of that is in my music um and there's a bit of like dance hall in it um a bit of like dub techno as well.
0: So, explaining what a Euclidean rhythm is, what it, what is it?
1: Um, I'll do my best. Um, it's like, it's like equal subdivisions of whatever. Say you're working with a sequence that's like sixteen uh, subdivisions, mm-hmm. but if you take like however many out uh say you you drop out to like nine so you have like nine divisions in 16 but they're all equally spaced uh i guess that's kind of like the it's it's really just like subdividing account essentially like polyrhythms i don't know
0: that's some nerd yeah that's, it's, that's, it's, that's it's, really uh, nerdy
1: i don't know it's a tough one to like i don't know i should really read it like figure out how to explain that better
0: I want to figure out how to understand that (laughs) like I think that's so cool do you ever use that in like your own music
1: yeah I think um oh so I've been like playing around with Bitwig which is a DAW or digital audio workstation Mm -hmm. and uh they have like um just like Ableton and like all these other DAWs have um kind of their own effects there's one that is like a note repeat um, and it has a Euclidean mode so that that's like what I'm saying It's like it'll show you this little kind of like star and you can choose how many um, how many repeats are in it and then like each one is, is kind of like divided equally apart from each other so it just like generates these cool like yeah it's very like Latin, Afro-Latin just African rhythm
0: that's I love like when people like explain like rhythm. I find that like a fascinating asset, and like any techno. So when we talk about like electronic music fusing with like Latin music, how do you describe that community as a whole?
1: Um, electronic music fusing fusing with Latin music. There's a lot of there's a lot of history around it, and Um, I mean like two labels that come to mind right off the top of my head is Nafi out of Mexico City Mm -hmm. and Insurgentes out of Medellin, Colombia Um, those are just like two of my favorites right now Um, but just like in general um, lost my train of thought Uh, just in general like there's a lot of history obviously like Um, kind of like the African diaspora plays into it, where, um, a lot of, like, kind of, like, rhythmic patterns from ceremonies from Africa made its way over to Latin America, and from there, like, to Jamaica, and then from Jamaica to the UK, and then, like, once the UK got a hold of techno from America all of these like influences kind of like mashed into the music that like I'm really interested in right now like um broken beat and like dub techno techno I don't know if I really answered that question
0: I think you yeah that answered it pretty well because it's like how did it all bleed in mm-hmm. to each other and blend and I think like just sort of like we we're talking about like deep house and the history behind that like with jamaican sound systems and then like taking the sound system and the sound of like i need to play the song again um taking that to the uk when after world war ii i think you're telling me about Mm. um when the jamaican people went to go work and try to like repair britain or something (laughs) i'm so bad with like history terms um i think like historical events like that when they make music fused together it's just like really captivating because it's like it's documenting history throughout time sonically is what it's doing Mm -hmm. and so like i like normally i don't hear a lot about like the latin community and the electronic community like fused Um, So I find that like really, really interesting because of mostly from like rhythms, from what you're like describing, like intricate rhythms coming from like other places in the world. How would you describe your own music?
1: Um, I would say it's... falls under the umbrella of techno. It's like experimental, uh, left field techno... Um it definitely has influences from like dubstep and um broken beat. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, there's an emphasis on on rhythm and sound design. And I feel like that's like kind of the general gist of my music
0: so where does your love for sound design come from like would you say from like technology or like what
1: yeah um technology for sure like i think the first so growing up i listened to a lot of salsa merengue like i said um and then like my cousins got me into rap but then like after that i was kind of like looking for music on my own and i came across uh this group called the knife um there had this album out in like 2007 that um got a lot of like critical acclaim uh and just hearing that for the first time like opened my world to like new sonic possibilities like kind of mm-hmm. just like um so basically yeah just like the music that i had been listening to before um before that moment like each instrument kind of like occupied a specific band within like the frequency range and then like mm-hmm. this new music that like a synthesizer could like reproduce any any sound and like one sound could take up the entire frequencies like the frequency range the, the whole spectrum you know it was all is all new and that's like what kind of like generated the excitement mm-hmm. for like figuring out how the sounds were made and that's that's how I got into it.
0: So, when you picture sounds in your head, do you often think of, like, the frequency component? Yeah, I
1: guess just, just kind of, like, out of, you know, having made music for a little bit and really it's like, uh, yeah, figuring out how sounds are made, you gotta, like, know where it sits within the frequency range. Um, and if you're like mixing stuff together, oh yeah, there it is.
0: Now playing Silent Shout by The Knife. <laughs> this was <laughs> the first sound, the first song that got you into techno?
1: Yeah, pretty much.
0: So like, how did you find this? Because I feel like it's pretty niche um, to just find something with like a record, like on the art. I don't even know, I'm so bad at describing that, like a, an LP. A picture like just like a dj song
1: yeah um i think this one like like did get some acclaim like it was on i don't know it might have been like on pitchfork or something at the time um and i think it was like one of my friends showed it to me like yeah but I wasn't like I wasn't like digging, digging, you know, at like in like a record store or anything.
0: How do you find most of your music now?
1: Most of my music now is like listening to other mixes, other DJs, or like actually going to record stores and digging or um band camp.
0: So you came to Chicago for school? Mm-hmm. Have you like Dabbled in the scene around here. Like, how would you describe the Chicago scene for like electronic music?
1: Um, I think Chicago is a great scene for electronic music. Obviously, it's like the birthplace of house, Mm -hmm. but um, I don't really. When I go out, I generally go to like techno techno nights, and um, yeah, it's like a really well knit community. Um, It doesn't feel insular, you know. Like anyone can can be a part of it and like everyone's pretty open Mm -hmm. um and like open to kind of like sharing ideas and like collaborating and even like sharing I would say resources but like more like knowledge as the resource like if you have any questions like I don't know the few friends that I've made um that are like really out like playing shows monthly um doing like live live stuff they're like they're very eager to like show anyone how to do it. You know, it's cool.
0: That's what I love about DJ community is just like the commu- the communal aspect where like you can come in and like play anything on someone's CDJ or bring your own flash drive and that's how you bond. So like, I think techno is cool because like as you said, you like technology and how we use the internet is to share information back and forth. So would you sh- like say that like? the dj community sort of emulates that sharing of information.
1: Yeah, that's that's um that's a pretty cool analogy, but like also at the same time like both communities were kind of like born around the same period like in the late 80s or you know like like the internet like kind of like formed like fully formed in the 90s and so did like the techno. No, not really cuz techno was around in the 80s, but, like, I feel like they're kind of, like, they've kind of grown kind of in the same time span, like, I don't know, just going off on that, uh, what was the question?
0: <laughs> I honestly, <laughs> it's just, like, correlations between, like, the internet technology and, like, DJing, so, like, when you DJ, how do you approach things? Is it just more of, like, I think we discussed that it's, like, improv, or, like, how do you go into a mix?
1: Yeah, I don't really, um like plan kind of um, like transitions or anything I just uh, put a bunch of songs on into a folder like Mm. I'll be kind of researching, digging and whatever music I happen to come across in that month I'll just put into a folder and then we'll do like a mix or play a friend's party Uh, but yeah nothing's really planned out I just kind of like go by BPM and and vibe basically. So like if a song is going, I'll I'll look ahead and like see what else is around that, that same like tempo Mm -hmm. and uh, decide whether I want to like, you know, continue with the same energy, bring the energy up, bring it down. And it's kind of just like, I don't know, I'm dancing too when I DJ. So like I'm, (laughs) I'm feeling my own body and like I'm looking out, i'm looking out to see like how everyone else is doing so you know if i see that people are like you know getting tired or like they're not dancing enough i'll switch it up like accordingly you know
0: yeah something that i do want to try that like i haven't had the opportunity to do this live is like can you analyze your own song and just sort of tell me like just like when you hear things can you tell me how you made the song or like like comments
1: like um like like the sound design behind it, or
0: yeah, or just like the story behind it, or the just story, like okay, do like a genius thing. Uh- this is um,
1: Eclipse, yeah, this is um, so I like recently changed my name to Alejandro Manenko um it used to be dweeb on the beat
0: yeah dweeb (laughs) on the beat so this is
1: a dweeb on the beat original it's called uh eclipse uh the name is i think i was i started working on this one during a lunar eclipse and like yeah it was pretty cool i remember going out and seeing like the the moon was like super red And then I think I was working on the track at the same time. What? Like I didn't um I didn't watch it the entire time but like I would go out periodically to uh to like check check it out. Did you have the glasses? Um No, because it was a lunar eclipse. The solar eclipse is the one that you gotta, you can't, you can't like look directly at. For
0: the solar eclipse, I looked at it with a Ritz cracker. What? Like through a Ritz cracker? I didn't have glasses. (laughs) (laughs) I think I might have damaged my vision. Oh
1: my god. That's funny. Um, I mean, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> Whatever works, I guess. <laughs> I was so <laughs> They do upset. have little little holes, right? Yeah. Ritz, yeah. You can kind of <laughs> yeah. see through it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's, I started that one during some lunar eclipse. Um, I think... I think for this one, I started off with the melody, which is like totally the opposite of how I normally start off.
0: Like, bah, bow Yeah.
1: <laughs> and that's still kind of like going off of like some sort of like Afro-Latin rhythm, you know, like a lot of it is rhythmic. Um, yeah. Uh, sound design wise, I think I just took, um, it might've been just something simple like a triangle and a square wave with a really sharp like percussive envelope you know i don't know how deep you want to go in in this genius
0: deep in the tunnel as you want to go
1: i think one of my favorite sounds in it is like there's a little cricket (laughs) and uh i kind of consider it like my ode to chicago cicadas in the summer or like the midwest
0: I love cicada bugs. Oh, there it is. That's so cute. Yeah,
1: there's a lot of, like, I don't know, a lot of the... I think there's, like, a bit of, like, flanging happening on some of, like, the the hi-hat sounds that just, like, kind of sounds like cicadas buzzing in the summer. Yeah.
0: I love how, like, sound design people describe sounds. Because, like, it's it's through, like, visuals, but it's sonic aesthetic.
1: Yeah. Yeah, um, I had a friend that was, like slightly like a synesthete you know like when he would hear sound he would see color mm-hmm. like and i don't know if i could consider myself a synesthete too but like sometimes when i close my eyes i can get like i don't know uh, i can imagine like different colors but what color I is this song not not happening right now <laughs> um i think it's like teal yeah i don't know I think I gotta be on some sort of substance though for that.
0: What is that screamy noise? That ee- um,
1: I can't remember, but that might legit be like some screaming, you know?
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> some screaming. Do you like do field recordings and get your own sounds?
1: Yeah, I have one of those um, uh, one of those Zoom recorders, you know. Um. And I did over the summer grab some cicadas. What? They're not they're not in this in this track. Um, uh, I remember also recording some skateboard sounds. Um, and I and I like towards the end of the summer got a you tripod. Grab some cicadas. No, like I'm in mean, like Grab is in like
0: Oh, I record. thought you, you like took your hand and mm. held one. I'm like, ow. Yeah. You ever see them? They're like dead. And you're like that is a big oh. bug.
1: Yeah. Wait.
0: Big cicada bug on the floor, like yeah. dead.
1: Wasn't this past year like the big like the like however many fifteen years or something like that? Like where there's like a massive amount of cicadas that come yeah! up.
0: <laughs> I literally can't yeah. I literally cannot. Yeah. Imagine we like go through a Stephen King The Mist episode and all the cicadas are huge. Oh my god. I can't. Do we want to do another one?
1: What's well, the next one?
0: Hold on. What was the label that you posted the song on?
1: Uh, the compilation that I was on? Mm-hmm. Um, it was local knowledge based out of London and Melbourne. So the UK and Australia. It's called Puchika.
0: Nice. Yeah. What does that word mean?
1: Puchica is kind of like a colloquial <laughs> Nicaraguan term. Um, it's kind of like takes the place of uh which is a swear so like growing (laughs) up (laughs) should i beep this out Uh, yeah beep that i don't know how many of your listeners are uh fluent spanish speakers
0: um i don't know comment below (laughs) if you just got cursed at
1: (laughs) I, uh, i apologize but yeah it's just like it is like a i don't know a cuter way of saying it. Oh. Where it doesn't, like, mean... It doesn't mean anything, is but, it like... profanity? It, it's... It's taking the place of it. It's, like, saying heck instead of hell, you know?
0: Oh, yeah. okay. So it's, like, a cutesy way. Yeah. And you were born in Nicaragua, right?
1: Yeah, I was born in Managua, Nicaragua, which is, like, the capital.
0: And you don't have any memories?
1: No. Well, like, we moved here when I was five, and basically that's when my memory starts, I guess. We're, like maybe a little before, but um, we've been back. We've been back a couple times or a number of times.
0: That's in the Caribbean? It's,
1: yeah, like Central America. So like you have the Pacific on one side to the west and then the Caribbean to the east. What's it like there? It's really hot. It's really humid. It's hot and humid. Um, But it's also really nice because like I feel like life is, like, rendered, a, like, a a slower pace, you know? Just because of how, the heat. Like, everything's a little bit slower. Everyone's a little more relaxed. Um, food there is amazing.
0: Really? Yeah. What's your favorite thing to eat there?
1: It's just, like, all the fresh fruit that you can't get here. I mean, like I mean, There's, much- like, all sorts of, like, different types of fruits. Um, but the cuisine is, is very much, like, Mesoamerican. So, like, rice and beans tortillas, a lot of meat.
0: What was your one song? Plátano bounce. Plátano bounce, Pl- yeah. Plátano, ba- I I am so horrible with that. <laughs> um that's about your bananas. Yeah. <laughs> your <laughs> Oh, but this song's really interesting because like well how did how did you do the riser? Like this that? crazy riser.
1: One of my um, one of my go-to tricks in Ableton is using Sampler, and in Sampler you can adjust like the pitch envelope mm-hmm. of whatever you put in, um, so that yeah, yeah, you can draw in like whatever envelope you want. So basically, I think that riser like was I don't don't remember the sample at this point, but um, yeah, you just start with a with the pitch envelope all the way down and you just bring it up. To wherever you want to go and that's kind of like what a riser is anyway it just like rises you know
0: Just this frequency Sweet. yeah this song is very interesting yeah. um, what is like what is the general vibe what kind of vibe are you going through when you made this
1: yeah this one um, it's fitting that it like of was released on a UK label because uh, at the time I was listening to a lot of UK uh, music, specifically artists out of like Bristol uh, labels like Liberty Sound and Control Freak. Oh yeah! You know Control Freak? Yeah! Yeah! Um, Yeah, so like, that stuff. (laughs) Um, And yeah, just wanting to like kind of add to that sort of body of work, Mm -hmm. like rhythmic um really it's just like all all rhythms for me like um i i think i got to a certain point where i realized that you could do whatever with sound design it can be as wonky or whatever uh but like as long as the rhythm is tight then the song is gonna be good i think
0: thank you so much for crawling down into the deep dark tunnel with us today
1: thank you for having me i got the mic so sweaty
0: <laughs> now playing a special tunnel mix by alejandro Marenko. you can find alejandro Marenko on soundcloud Are you an underground artist who would like to be featured on Deep Dark Tunnel Diaries? Follow us on Instagram at Deep Dark Tunnel Radio for more information.